Star Wars fans, I guess we're here. Thanks. Um, <laughs> D-Doc's laughing. I'm reading I can my tell phone. you were looking at that countdown going on. You're just like, I don't know what the hell is going on, but I'm just going to go along with it. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so we're here. Rule the galaxy. All back together. The gang is all... The boys are back in town. We've got... Uh, the boys are back in town. We've got the Phillies playing tonight. We've got Ahsoka episode eight. We've got Azalea saying hi. Uh, as Adam Parker says, it's professional up in here. That's right, Adam. We are professional. professional I mean, what is the question? That is. Uh, uh, and and Brent's painting. Uh, so it's we're all over the place. But <laughs> this is the start of Rule the Galaxy chapter 232. Wow, 232. And uh, we're going to be live stream, having a live stream party, watching Ahsoka episode eight, the finale. Um, Adam Parker giving us all the deets right here. 48 minutes with credits. And, um, it's Ahsoka, mm -hmm. I think. And Azalea sees that it's Ahsoka, ready to go. And since we no longer have the Disney watch party, right, D-Doc? Yeah, uh, they're idiots, and they decided to group get rid of the group watch uh, feature. So okay. I don't know why they would do that. It's crazy. Castellanos just got thrown out at home. I don't know why they would do that, but um, they did. And to me, it's an extremely stupid mistake because I just got a text from Disney plus or an email that says we're raising your price to 1399 a month. So mm. uh, I, I don't understand why they would get rid of that. A lot of people really enjoyed it. It gives you an opportunity to watch something mm. with someone and, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, D-Doc, fortunate timing for them raising the price. After the Ahsoka series, you don't have to watch anything on Disney Plus until the next series comes out if you don't want to. That's true. So you can shut that bad mamma jamma down for a few months and not pay the 13-something. You tell that to my uh, specially challenged individual who does nothing but watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse for nine years of his life. <laughs> Well, you tell him that he can't do anything but watch Disney Plus. We're that's a blue kind of, family. We're kind of, uh, yeah, uh, we're kind of stuck in. Yeah, Bluey has cemented uh, her feet into this house too. So Bluey, I'm constantly hearing. I don't know if it's you've one. watched Bluey yet, Joe, but it, I have. You, know, you, you yeah, oh, it's, it's very, very oh, good show. I'm yeah. a big fan of it. So. It's a good show. Yeah, I like Bluey. I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. With me having friends in Australia, watching that makes me feel at home. So yeah, we're all good. Bluey's Bluey's good. And and Frankie, by the way, quick update. Frankie said his first two words this weekend. Nice. His, his first two words were Nera, Nera. please and baby. <laughs> said baby. Nera, baby. Nera is a 
a good one though. <laughs> yeah. Where's the sauce? That's what he said. Where's the sauce? Uh, Mama's <laughs> making some sausage and peppers. I was hoping you were gonna say forget about it. I wanna say it right there. Well, with Joey being his dad, I'm sure some F words will be in Frankie's vocabulary soon, soon enough. Oh yeah. yeah. Um so let's uh let's just regroup here and actually yeah, kind of right uh, we have Joe, we have D-Doc, we have Brent, we have Alfie. How's everybody doing before we kick into Ahsoka here in a minute? I am doing very good, and I'm happy to hear your voice again, Joe. I know I wasn't on here last week, but I'm happy to uh, have you back in the pilot seat and uh, ready, ready to watch this uh, finale with you and hear what you what you think about the show uh, so far and, and, and the show in its entirety, I guess. Well, we are, I'm excited to be here. It was great for Alfie and I to, to talk last week. And I know you guys were either busy or under the weather. So glad everybody's back to norm, I guess. Um, yeah, it, it's been it's been a great I watch. I have, been, I have been so excited about Ahsoka. It, it's it's just great. It's a lot of great things that I wanted to see. And I have no idea what to expect on this one. I'm expecting them all to get back to the the closer galaxy far far away but i have no idea if that'll happen this episode or we have to wait for season two for that to kick in but it's it's good to have everybody here and and be talking and and going over all this and uh, i would did want to give a quick couple shout outs willie harms want to give him a shout out before we started the show um obviously adam parker adam you've been fantastic you've been part of the group for the past eight weeks and we appreciate it uh but willie Par willie parker gosh not a stealing running back Willie Harms, uh, for going to seeing Joey in St. Louis and being a part of Joey's show out there and taking pictures with Rule the Galaxy stuff with them. That was pretty cool. So really shout out to Willie. Um, and the Hyperspace Hangout guys, listen to one of their most recent episodes. They're, they're great guys. And they were giving Alfie props because of him calling some shots on some different things. And they were like, hey, Alfie called it. This happened. This happened. And I thought, man. Even those guys listen to our show and they know that the book of Alfie is with us. So uh, thanks, guys. We appreciate you guys listening and being part of it. And, and I enjoy listening to your show as well. So uh, thanks for the shout out to Alfie. But uh, thank I'm, you. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this. The, uh, Brent or, or Alfie, any any updates with you guys? I think Brent's painting. Go ahead, Brent. <laughs> I, I was, I'm fine. I was going to let you guys rock because, uh, <laughs> I mean, we just had. We had dog surgery for swallowing a sock. We nice. had uh, several weeks of just uh, uh, we had COVID and other illnesses around the house. We've just <laughs> we've been doing lovely over here in the uh, in the three one seven and just uh, escaping into the galaxy far far away. For those that are watching, um, I'm painting some Marvel Crisis Protocol terrain mm. pieces. Nice. Uh, it connects Gorgeous. to it connects to a turret. It looks like that. And um, and oh, that's sweet. Hail Hydra, Hail Hydra. Yeah. Whoa! I just tried to see our live stream on my Twitter, and pop, boom, it popped right up going. So that was cool. Um, Brent, also, it was really cool to host that first weekend of yeah. tribute with you. And yeah. and I think we we both we both learned a lot, and can't wait. And I'm going to bring that Chewbacca glass with me next in a few weeks when we oh. do trivia again because yeah, I I meant to give it to you. For years now and i've got it sitting right here in front of me so next trivia be ready for the chewbacca glass and maybe some other chewbacca surprises so all right um, yeah so we'll, we'll look forward to that and 
you know, um, maybe we'll live stream a little bit from the trivia. What do you think, Grant? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I got to get some questions. I, I need to. Get Halloween related. Halloween yep. related. Yep. Um, gosh, we can we reenact the claw episode at our house like all day. What is that? The claw episode. I'm guessing that's a bluey. Oh yeah, yeah the, the claw. claw. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was talking about liar, liar, or yeah. It's similar. Okay. The claw. No, that's from Toy Story. Which, by the way, the did anybody watch the Andy's Room Toy Story? I didn't I get did. to watch it. I had flag uh, football. So I, I, you say fantastic. I well, first of all, it's hard because the Falcons were in it and they, they, mm. they look like dog poopy. But um, all they could think of was, all right. So now they're taking images of individuals and they are mapping on top of them whatever skin they want to map on top of them. Mm -hmm. This is what the whole writer strike and the uh, the actor strike is because you and I could go into a room and they could mask on top of me Mark Hamill and I could be I could be the one acting it out it doesn't have to be Mark Hamill whatever skin you want to put onto him now the technology wasn't there but the whole time that's all I could think of was like they're testing this technology for some reason yeah well, I, I feel like yeah. I agree with Brent there <laughs> well you saw Joey's tweet about it right now that no, he's seen that. now that he's seen the Toy Story one when the Cowboys play the Bills in Buffalo in December, he wants it to be the Hoth episode and for them to do Star Wars overlapped over the top of it. So I, I thought that was a good call right there. Hoth and awesome. Buffalo. <clears throat> hey, it's all one company, right? ESPN, Disney, ABC, they can get it done. I'm sure they could. Um, all right. Does anybody else want to hit anything else before we start hitting this show and watching it, having fun, and then talking about it after it's over? I think I'm good. I'm saving. I'll talk about my Ollie's deals uh, after. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. I loved them. They were fantastic. Yeah, let's. You tell us when you're ready to hit play. I'm I'm sitting at the previews right now or the recap. So. Yeah, I think I'm a smidge sure ahead of you because it started. Did we hit play? Uh, I'm, I just, I paused mine on the Disney plus arching screen. So I yeah, paused mine. I'm, like, I I'm paused on the, mine, like, I'm on the intro with the helmets. You may stay there or what are we going to do? Go back to your Disney plus, uh, start. No, I'm just going to stay here. And when you guys catch, I'm going to, I'm going to start then. Okay. That's a good idea. I'll say when I'm on the helmets. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. This is like a, a relay race. That's how it works. It's good. I'm on the Lucasfilm screen. I'm staying there. Tell me when you get there. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. I got to do three of them now? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do I, I got to go, Alfie, go. Joe, go. Yes. Yeah. And I'm in the recap stage, so just let me know when you see Mon Mothma. <laughs> All right. Just, All right. Just I am, uh... Watch until you get to Lucasfilm. Yeah. That's after sure. all the intros. Okay. Lucasfilm comes oh. up right before the show starts, right? Yes. So you guys yeah. already watched the recap. No, I'm in the middle of the recap. All right. So I just hit uh, the the Lucasfilm is after the recap. Is it? All right, Adam Parker, you need to go to the Lucasfilm uh, logo as well. Is it after the recap? 
If it yes. is, then I'll go watch the recap. You can hit skip, re skip recap, and then I'll take you. The also, Adam Parker wants you to have the helmet on, D-Doc. So probably get, you need to get Wolf's helmet See, on. See, I won't be able to hear the show then. That's the problem. Okay. I, wanted, I wanted to put it on, but I won't be able to hear it because I can't fit these headphones in there. I could right. easily, I could easily rig up a wired headset system into this though of course you could it's sitting right here i could easily like throw some speakers into these bad boys and and i'd be in on it i'm actually considering seeing if they have more and painting one green and putting the eagles oh. um oh. the eagles uh wings onto it and, and making it me like off a, there's none here an eagles rebel uh eagles x-wing helmet but they're probably sold out. I'm telling you, the the boys were there. The boys were out when I got there. So, all right, I'm on Lucasfilm logo. Is everyone good? Are we all together right now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, we're gonna start the stream in five, four, three, two, one, go. We have hope. Hope that things will get better, and they will. Especially since you're listening to Rule the Galaxy podcast. Okay, so we just came out of the finale of Season 1 of Ahsoka, Chapter 8, The Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord. We have the Rule of the Galaxy gang here. We just finished up, and um, usually we've been a little bit more talkative right after that. I think we're all taking in all the different things that came together at the end. Um, so we've got Joe in the pilot seat. We've got D-Doc, Alfie, and Brent. I think one of the things I'm most excited about is that between World Between Worlds and Mortis, Brent has got his favorite Star Wars coming together in one show. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Took yeah. Words so, right out of my mouth. <laughs> I loved watching Alfie moving with his mic there, too, by the way. <laughs> It just looked funny seeing the seeing the mobile microphone ready to go. Love it. Yeah, that was we gotta great. Get into, we got to get into podcast mode now. Exactly. We're done watching podcast mode. So chapter two hundred thirty-two of Rule of the Galaxy just finishing up the Ahsoka finale season uh, one, chapter eight. Jedi, Witch, and Warlord. We are ready to rock and roll. Um, Guys, like I was saying as we were finished up watching, I got tons of questions. I cannot believe that Filoni is pulling out all the stops. He, he actually is taking one of the most controversial or, or questioned arcs in the Clone Wars, the Mortis series. He's bringing is that it controversial? In. I know that I don't like it, but I feel like... No, it's controversial. I think there's people who are like... Does this make sense? Why is this in here? Um, yeah, there's there's some people. I've who heard are like, more yeah. love for it than I have people bashing it. Here's here's one thing that I have to say, which totally sucks, mm -hmm. is that they were not wrapping Balin's character up in season one, and it's a shame that his actor mm -hmm. died because he did an excellent. Uh, he did really just an excellent job with the character, and it's like I mean I could not wait to see what he would do in season two. So shout out to him because that that that's a shame that 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 happened. He he had a hell of a performance. I did find it odd that those two were the least seen characters. I thought there would have been something. 
they they would have done in this episode besides just show up right at the end. But you know, uh, they were going on a different path than what Thrawn and the <laughs> the uh, the sisters were doing. So, or the yeah. mothers were doing. Yeah, and comment from Adam Parker: they're going to have to recast Balin, and uh, it's true. I mean, I don't think you can. Um, I don't think you can just say, uh, you know, he died or something. You know, no. I, like I don't think you can pull that off with the show with what whatever they have planned. So, I need a refresher on the. Um, on on what you're talking about with the Clone Wars, actually. So, can I get a refresher on uh, on the on Mortis that? Arc? Mortis sure. arc. Yes, I need a refresher, and I'll probably start to remember it as you say it. But it, I mean, won't, make sense. it, it won't make sense to you. Okay, Alfie, go so, ahead. Uh, so, do I sound still sound all right? I kind of switched up here. Okay, thank you. Uh, let's make it quick. Basically, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, and Anakin are leaving on a mission. They jump to light speed. They come out on this planet where they find uh, the mother, the daughter, and the son. The I'm sorry, the father. Sorry, sorry. I was trying specifically not to say mother, <laughs> and I still said it. So they, And those are like the three representations of the Force. Uh, Ahsoka. Father, the daughter, and the son. Yes. Like God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, God the yeah. Continue. They basically find out that their powers are useless in this wherever they're at. Anakin is uh, OP, and kind of find out that the story goes that uh, the daughter and the son are the light and dark side of the Force, and the son is trying to break free of this kind of yin yang that they got going on in Mortis. Long story short, it just basically says that Anakin is the chosen one. He's going to become Vader and slaughter everyone. And then they wake up and they're back at the moment before they jump to light speed. So did it happen? Was it a force vision? You don't really know, but they, I, I was always under the impression that all three of them, had a realization that they experienced that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that they did go through, I think the force was strong enough in Mortis that it brought them in to test Anakin to see if he was the chosen one And it. It was a blip on the radar. If you remember correctly, they're talking to Rex right before they went in. And when they came back out and while it had been days for them, there on Mortis, Rex was like, what do you mean? I, we were just talking a few minutes ago, like it was, it was a pulled out of reality and put back into reality just like that. And I, it was one of my favorite arcs. It was weird. It was quirky. It was odd, but it was, it was really a lot of stuff going on. And, and so, uh, but the father was right there where Balaam was standing on right. at the end of, and of this episode. Didn't Anakin take his place. <clears throat> Um, when the father died, I thought it, it, I'd have to go back and rewatch. But basically, I thought he that wanted he, him. No, he asked him to take his place. Okay, and he said he was. He said no, because yeah, he he sat there and was like, "I'm going to grieve over my my daughter and and my lost son." If I'm not mistaken, right? And the daughter basically became Ahsoka, or the bird, because she gave her last bit of life into Ahsoka to bring Ahsoka back. So Ahsoka became kind of the light side, the, the daughter that 
the I've always said that the Grand Inquisitor, Grand Inquisitor and in Rebels looked a, almost exactly like right. He did look like the, the, the sun. sun. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. So, I mean, that's what I like about <clears throat> this Ahsoka series is that they decided to to dig into that different side of Star Wars that we've never seen in live action before. Night Sisters, um, <clears throat> Thrawn, obviously, which like. One thing I have to say, just because I was um, sick last week, uh, it was the first episode I watched where I wasn't like half boxing it on my computer <laughs> screen. And Thrawn looked like 10 times better on my TV, I got to say. I think it was very, you know, I saw some people like who like had issues with it, like whatever. I, I don't I don't know why they would. I don't know why anyone would want to recast him. I mean, obviously, you know, you have a live action version of the guy who was doing the voice for him and he's not going to look like the cartoon. There's no way like the cartoon of Thrawn was like a stick. He was very skinny. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> Matt know. Smith is about as skinny as he would have been. Right. So if you would have mm. used Matt Smith as Thrawn, you would have had like I'm talking. That's isn't that the dude from uh, Game the, of Thrones? House yeah, of the I, I, House I of the Dragon that was banging his sister or is. Yes, I absolutely nice. could see Matt Smith playing Thrawn. There's no doubt about that. But that dude's a little busy right now, so that's. No, I'm, but, I, but when you look at it, you're like, you're, "Is there anybody that could take that spot? That that physical stature, he would definitely fit that." I mean, why does great, go ahead, Alfie? Sorry. Why does he have to be a representation and look like the cartoon Thrawn? Why can't he look like Thrawn from the 1990s Tie Fighter game? when he was first introduced or from the cover of air to the empire. I don't get the hang up of him having to look exactly like the his rebels. Cartoon. Eyes look awesome. His eyes look like his eyes look great. And if you needed an introduction to Thrawn, if you've never seen anything of him before, this is a pretty cool introduction. I mean, how cool was it hearing him just talking over the intercom to Ahsoka when he's mm -hmm. like just hearing his voice? You know, he 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 did outsmart them, essentially. I mean, <clears throat> I don't doubt that he knew that Ezra was on board and Ezra was going to get away and say, hey, uh, these guys are back here. You know, like it, it panned out the way he wanted it to. They can't yeah. all get stuck there. No. No. I mean, there's got to be the obviously there's a season two coming. And like Alfie said, later on down the line, a movie. Uh, this 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 will get sorted out. I thought it was interesting, but let's face it: in this time frame, where Ahsoka is going to be the mentor and Sabine is going to be the Padawan, what a better way to do that than to have them secluded by themselves in this tranquil area where they can focus and work on becoming master and apprentice. If they brought it back, would Sabine have the time that she needs to not just be a Mandalorian who can wield a lightsaber? Yeah, and it seems to be like a lightning rod for the Force. <laughs> I'm going to maybe might be an unpopular opinion, but I think Sabine got her abilities because of being on that planet. Okay. Well, she was able last episode to what? So if she had like 1% force powers, maybe this planet amplified it to 25%. So this and is she can build from there. 
I was hoping she wouldn't be force sensitive, right? So that's me too. It it is Mm -hmm. a disappointment. I'm not going to sit here and tell you. I love Sabine, but it's a disappointment, right? But then it leans into the idea of the sequel trilogy where everybody has the ability to tap into the force. And I've thought about it since watching Rebels season one when Ezra started talking to the bats in the cave in in season one. Mm -hmm. It's like early episodes too. And it kind of, the more I think about it, the more I go to this. You have to be in a life or death situation for the force powers to show up. Right. You're you're talking about like the Deadpool scenario. We're going to put you into the worst possible conditions and your mutant powers will pop out. Correct. Like so well go ahead. Go ahead. Right. No, I was gonna say it's like it's like the mother who's able to lift the car when their kids trapped underneath it. Correct. So that's been like my kind of thinking on why force powers show up and why they don't. And then like the, all of this talk about training is basically the person trying to tell them how to tap back into that. Like how to put yourself once you, okay, now you can do it. Now you know what it feels like. Let's go back and try to recreate that moment. How do you get into that same mental space to be able to do X, Y, or Z? Yeah. And that's yeah. where the training's at. Or if you're overly strong, being able to control it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny because this is like an odd situation, but it's like, here I am. I got Trey Turner batting on my screen and he's an extremely talented <laughs> baseball player who was playing horrible. And it's because in his mind, he's like, I'm so good. I should be playing so much better. I just got paid all this money. And then it was like, he had that one game where the fans just gave him an ovation. And it's like, your mind is able to tap out of what you're supposed to do. And you're able to just do it. You know what right. I mean? It's like, so, let it go and just do it, essentially. So to, like, to stay in the sports analogies, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Colin Cowherd, but he made a co- – this is like many years ago too. We're talking probably – heck, we're probably talking 15 years ago when he was still on ESPN. He was talking about how Manny Ramirez was such a good power hitter versus Derek Jeter. And he's like, they're just two different people. Derek Jeter goes up to the bat. He's like, a 3-2 count. This peach is going to throw me a curveball. He usually throws me a curveball and three two cup strike three you're out because in his head he's sitting there thinking and trying to analyze everything that's going to happen and try to predict what's going to happen so he was like jeter talk, talks up and he talks and, and gets into his head the most then he's like manny ramirez he walks up into the bladder's box he's like fruity pebbles i like fruity pebbles Whack. <laughs> <laughs> because he wasn't thinking he, he just did right yeah. and so i've always kind of like subscribed to that and i feel like this ties into that as well she was in a life or death situation. She was able, like, you, know, you got exposed to it, but she was finally able to tap into it when she was about to die. Um, so that part of it I like, and they stay true to that concept. I just wish, I don't know, I just, she can be a badass without being a Jedi. I agree. The Force is like Batman's utility belt, and... I don't think everyone needs to have it to get out of situations like that. I get yeah. what you're going for. I get it. But hey, while while we've got a second here real quick, I, I will say <clears throat> um, how how cool it is that today is the 15th anniversary of the Clone Wars and the ninth anniversary of Rebels. And the character that we come to find out Clone Wars is all about, Ahsoka, and the character that gets 
brought back through the world between worlds and plays a huge role in Ezra and Sabine and all this right now. Ahsoka was in Rebels, and it's the 15th and 9th anniversaries of those shows starting. So pretty cool overall to have this this uh, episode wrap up on that when it's related to Ahsoka. So just throwing that out there, reading, reading along Twitter while I'm listening to you guys wax poetic about this episode. Oh, so you know that within the Star Wars world, my my most favorite things are the Mortis arc and World Between Worlds and all of that. Outside of that, one of my other one of my other loves of culture is zombie culture. I think it's stupid. <laughs> so I think Let's, you know where I where I stand right now. I do, I do. I think. Um... I think what I'm most excited about is to see how many trivia questions you and I come up with about the Mortis trilogy, the world between worlds and zombies before this week or this month's nope. trivia show. You can find all the ones you want. You don't like a good zombie movie, Brett? <laughs> I hate zombies. See, you know what I'd like though is like you could technically classify Game of Thrones as a zombie show. But to me it did not feel like a zombie show. Because where was the zombie? Who were the zombies? The White Walkers. The White Walkers. Oh, I guess yeah. But like yeah. it, it had the feel of that of that fantasy show. But then you had a little sprinkle of of zombie uh, action going on, which like those are the those are the places that I liked where they went with this show. I mean, if we want Star Wars to, if we want Star Wars to be different and exciting and bring something different to the table with a little bit of the same stuff that we love, they're going to have to go different places. Oh. And I feel like that's what that this show did is we got all of these characters that we know we've, we've got the new Republic. We've got um, Ahsoka. We've got Sabine. We've got the whole rebels crew essentially other than Zeb and Zeb did not appear in this episode. Brad, I apologize. I'm sorry. I know he did not show up, but um. We have all these aspects, but I just felt like they went a pretty different direction with this. And I think it hit well. Like, I, I think it hit well because I think we got a good dose of action every single episode. But we also got some new stuff that I freaking enjoyed. I mean, we saw a death trooper with mm -hmm. a zombie mouth trying to bite Sabine tonight. <laughs> like, that was freaking awesome. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But I, I did have that thought, Brent, where I was just like, ooh. This is possibility of a zombie direction in Star Wars. <laughs> like some people might not like this. Brent, I'll, like, I'll, I'll go ahead. I just it's not for me. Like there's just something about zombie zombie culture that uh, yeah I've I never, never got into. I, I never got into. Never saw the draw. Um, I am also not a scary movie person. Mm -hmm. You you go have fun at your uh, you go have fun at your like Halloween what am I, the haunted houses. You go have fun. I'll be hanging outside at the bar. Just come see me after the bar. I'll be I'll be right there with you. Like I don't need that in my life. No, I get I definitely get that. But it's funny because things have come full circle. Because I think the first thing I ever asked Joe was uh, when I was a listener to this podcast. I think I asked Joe, "What's a darker uh, Star Wars novel?" Like I wanted to start off like on a dark note for some reason mm -hmm. at that time. And Joe said Death Troopers. I was just like, all right. And that was That's the first one, one I yeah, That's that was the first one I ever did. <laughs> and and it's funny to see it come full circle here with Ahsoka oh, because there's no doubt Filoni read that and he wanted to he wanted to make zombie stormtroopers. There's no doubt about it. 
Um, I will say, yeah, Brent, because I, it's I, a good fill-in for, like I said, for the clone uh, part of the story from Heir to the Empire. Yep. A uh, couple things. One, um, the the Anakin Force Ghost. Let's face it. <clears throat> they've said in the past there's been a lot, a lot of things brought up about like Force Ghosts can only come to people who are very in touch, you know, with with that or can speak with them or very strong in their Force abilities, but also it's focal points of where the force is right like dagobah was able to have force ghosts because of the the depth and strength of the force there right so brent going back to you saying about this planet like or, or one of you guys said about the planet being able to pull that out of sabine or intensify maybe her force powers maybe this is like that lightning rod to where anakin could show up there one because of the presence and the the force depth but also possibly because the connectivity to the mortis stuff you know maybe all that comes together to bring him out and then alfie i think i think you're exactly right instead of um a cloned jedi uh like sabayoth you've got the mothers who replaced him in heir to the empire you've got instead of clone troopers You've got zombie troopers that are going to replace what was in Heir to the Empire. You still have Thrawn, um, and instead of playing Luke's role or what have you, you now have Ezra, Ahsoka, or Ahsoka, Ezra, and Sabine all playing that role that maybe Luke would have played in, in that. So do we have others? Do we have, I mean, is there a talent card? Is there other people that I'm not thinking of that are in? I got your talent card. Go ahead. Uh, the because man, that would be Jude Law's character from Skeleton Crew. Okay, a a list actor, a list. All day, I've, I've, I've retracted mine. He is a B. He is a B. I've retracted. <laughs> I've retracted. He's I'm a disappointed. Good actor. Joe. You need to stay strong. He's, you need to stay well, strong. You know, Have you even I, seen I, Enemy at the Gates? That is a list work. Sure, in yes, 1999. But, so I, you know, I think it was Mr. Rifen. He and I went through his movies and other guys' movies, and and I bumped him. It might have been Glosson. I have to check. But one of those two, we had a discussion on this because I brought it up to them. I was like, Brent has had this discussion, and and after going through all the movies, we we're like, you know, <laughs> he's he's not Harrison Ford. He's not Tom Hanks. He's not Tom Cruise. He's not. You know, you're not gonna go to the movie because he's in it. No, but he's most likely gonna do it. How damn do you know what's gonna make me go to that movie? <laughs> I don't you know what's know. funny? Jude Law is one of those guys who's just happened to have a role in a lot of good movies, and every time he's in them, he does a good job. So when is he gonna get a shot? He needs a shot. Maybe Skeleton Crew is Jude Law's uh, coming out performance. AI. He career. had AI. He had a Spielberg movie. I, I watched the movie Cold Mountain with him. Uh, that was a good uh, movie. The last couple of months. Uh, that, was, that was a good movie. Everybody dies movie. in it. Yeah. Uh, but he he did very good. Yes, I don't need to and, see uh, that one. Kidman and Zellweger. Yeah, I'm done. There we go. Thanks for ruining that one. Mark that up our list, Alfred. I had it right in the playlist, too. <laughs> well, no, I'm not, exaggerating. Right I'm not exaggerating when I say, like, every character you're introduced to in that movie dies. Like, it's, it's nonstop the War. entire it's time. Civil War. So, so it's Rogue One. 
<laughs> it's Rogue One, but they spread out the deaths from the beginning to the end. Uh, it's just like, hey, this guy seems pretty cool. 20 minutes later, dead. Dead. This guy seems pretty cool. 15 minutes later, dead. Did anybody get gun smoked in that movie? A lot of people did. See? Well, there you go. That's our kind of movie then. And Jude Law put up a great performance. I might have even watched it just because he was in it. That might have wow. been the only reason why. Only because What's... he was in Skeleton Crew and he wanted to go and watch his catalog, not from the other way around. <laughs> I think he'll be a very good Star Wars actor, though. I mean, that's what we have to look forward to now, right? Is is Skeleton Crew or Acolyte? I mean, Acolyte. I think is I, next. I don't know what Big I, Bob I has up his sleeve for next. the future of Star Wars. Okay, let 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 let's let's focus a little bit on this episode one. I said it a few times when we were watching it, it felt pure Clone Wars when you had two or three Jedi or two Jedi and somebody with guns behind them, blocking, shooting, blocking, shooting against a bunch of what would have been droids, but now are these troopers. Some of those scenes felt like we were in a Clone Wars episode, right? Did you guys feel that? I thought some of the, the sword play was great. I, I mean, I thought there was some great action on the, the fight scenes. Um yeah, I mean that that the the we talked about it the Kylo Ren blade through the head and then Django Fett getting getting decapitated by Mace Windu. Both those scenes were in here played out by uh, Sabine and did Sabine do both of them or did Ezra do one of them? Can't remember. Ezra anyway. did the decapitating. Okay, and, um, and Sabine did the uh, Kylo. We had the Asaz Ventress who would always jump off of something, land on a ship and fly away from Anakin or Obi-Wan in Clone Wars. We had um, the, the the heroes do that here with Hu Yang coming in and saving the day. We had the force push from Rebels where either um, Kanan or Ezra would throw the other one up into something. Uh, that was played out in there. So Filoni was going into his bag of tricks and he was going into the things that he knew from from Clone Wars and Rebels and bringing that back to life, but in live action. So I was, I was pretty pleased with all that. Yeah. I mean, I like that uh, Thrawn anticipated her surviving every scenario that he set up, <laughs> but the only intention being it's just to slow you down enough so I can get away. Yes. Say hi, Lasso. For those watching live right now, Lasso is with us. Lasso's a puppy. You got a He's number three. He's a little guy. Hey, he turns a year old on Thursday. One year. Yeah. How about that? I celebrate dog birthdays now. Do you ever call right. him Ted? He's named after Ted, but we just wanted to get, we have Mario Rizzo. We want to go with Lasso. All O Indian names. Calling him Ted probably wouldn't have worked very well. <laughs> Mario Rizzo, Ted. <laughs> well, I know, but his name can be still Lasso. But you know, every now and then, maybe if he's in trouble, you call him there you Ted. Go. We'll get Ted we'll start Lasso. Doing that. <laughs> we'll do that. He has he has full names. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Um, How about the casting of Ezra's character as well? Does he not just feel like Ezra just placed right into live action? I that dude definitely watched rebels multiple times and just like his mannerisms and everything just felt very Ezra like he looks just like mm -hmm. Ezra's dad looked in rebels. He does. Good call Alfie. Yes. Yeah. He's really cool. And I'm excited to see more of him as this goes along because I mean, 
what what are we going to have now? Are we going to have um, Ezra and Hera with the New Republic mm -hmm. teaming up to figure out what the heck is going on? And then uh, that guy had a hard enough time believing in space whales. I don't think he's really going to buy into the whole undead army <laughs> being led by Thrawn. Oh, man. Ziono. Gosh, what a tool. Where was he from? What do you mean? What planet? what planet? I don't know. Book of Alfie. Uh, I don't know that one. We can look Ad it up real quick. Adam Parker, you probably know it. Um, yeah, but he just ugh, gets under my skin. It's like he had an agenda. Really? Nah. And telegraph that one. Maybe he's, he's from the Prime. No way. Yeah. Well, that's why, because he wants the capital. He's probably a uh, double agent. That's what I would say. Long live the Empire. He probably worked with those Gideon spies that they had going on. Yeah, so how does that how does that Shadow Council now tie in? Well, they were all waiting for Thrawn to get back. Right, so does he... Yeah, like Gideon's not there anymore. But is he? Was that a clone of Gideon that got taken down in Mando? And he was in Beskar, so why would fire kill him? I don't know. <laughs> no one's ever really gone. Right. Except except for the heroes of the original trilogy. Except, unless them. they were in the F original trilogy, up, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Are you referencing the, the TikTok that we have? Uh, yeah. Okay. You love something? F it. It's done. <laughs> Who do we love? Kill them Kill all. <laughs> Except for Chewbacca. Make a Chewbacca noise, Brent. Nope. Don't you ever say that. <laughs> You're fired. Get out of here. Spell this. I, I knew you guys would like that one. F-I-R-E-D. That guy, that guy uh, either drank three Red Bulls before filming that skit or did something else. <laughs> you know what? If you go on his page, though, there's skit after skit like that. So uh, fear for his life if he does have to get that jacked up every time. Because he's a heart attack waiting to happen. He's just a spirited individual. Here's a thought that I just had as we're sitting here thinking about this. What better time to recast um, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia than Ahsoka season two to lead up to a movie? And just and just do not bother with the de-aging of them or anything. It was very cool that we've seen seen it, but they're going to have to play a role in this situation now. I Are they? I would hope they would, but as Alfie said... Wouldn't Luke already be really interested in the space whales, the the uh, you know the people trying to go and and Jedi coming in or former Jedi coming in and killing people and destroying a ship and all that? I mean, you would think he'd be really interested in that, or he would sense that. Gosh, there's some very forced powers going on in certain. Or things he'd have a bat phone that the New Republic would could reach him at. You know, only call if there's lightsabers. Well, there were <laughs> lightsabers, so. <laughs> Could you at least look at the footage? You don't have to do anything. Just at least look at it. See what you think. I mean, the problems come to their front door now. So, like, my thoughts are maybe Luke's just literally been sitting there Indian-style meditating this entire time. And then right when Thrawn 
touches down on Dothamir, Luke's just like, okay. Oh, okay. See, time to I also thought this in the episode with the X-Wings and the ghost showing up and they're mm-hmm. defying orders and all that, and they name-dropped Princess Leia or yeah. Senator Organa, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. If she's aware of this, you can't tell me that she's right. not going to send her number one bad boy who breaks all the rules to, hey, could you just go fly by and just see what's going on? You and the walking carpet, go check this out. Yeah. Are they still together? When At did they time, break up? Yeah. They just had Kylo. or sorry, Ben. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, I don't think they in, broke up until he turned to the dark side. That kind of split him up right there. The they, Force they Awakens, Han says he left because she saw him every time he looked at, or she looked at him. But but looking at Mando season two, it was season two, right? That ended with Luke coming in the end of season yes. two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he can sense Grogu sitting on a rock and putting out feelings like, hey, I need help, I need to reach out to a Jedi, he can sense that. You mean to tell me he can't sense any of this other stuff going on? Okay, but Grogu specifically sent a call. No yeah, one but- here no one here has specifically sent a call. Everyone <laughs> in every trilogy There's- says they feel a disturbance in the force. And no one sent a call out. So Luke is at his temple. We've established this in the book of mm-hmm. Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Meditating every day. Making a connection with the Force. Yet an army of Dark Force witches shows up. You, there's got to be some tremor that's felt in the Force. I, I guess you could say that, that that sense can't expand to the other galaxy that they were in, though, as well, though, because they were so far away. I know that there was stuff going down, though, before they got there. I argue both but. sides, but you're right. Like You wouldn't be, think you could sense it from that far away. But Sabine said that Ezra's dead, and uh, um, Ahsoka said, no, nah, he survived. And he right. was on the planet uh, in a galaxy That's so true. far away. And Morgan Elspeth was feeling what the what the mothers were sending her way. Yeah, now you're right. And right, the galaxy sides of it. at yeah. this time is pretty like force neutral. There's no one else running around doing this stuff. So I mean, think even in the Force Awakens, Snoke says, "There's been an awakening. Have you felt it?" Just because Ray became force sensitive. Was it Ray or was it Finn? It was Ray. Did Finn become force sensitive? He did when they had to try to make chicken salad out of chicken shit in the Rise of Skywalker. But but also I'm no like so the very beginning when he's coming in and the force awakens, when they're flying in and the lights are flashing on the transport. I completely understand, but they oh, did away with that game. story in The Last they Jedi. They did. Sorry, D-Doc, was, I thought he was reacting to what I was saying. Nah, he's just watching the Phillies game. Yeah, Bryce Harper just scored from <laughs> first on a double or a triple. I mean, geez, it was, I, thought, I did not I, think I he was scoring there. I thought I was saying something profound there, Joe. 
I everything you say is profound, bro. It was profound. Probably it was stupid. it was my one distraction moment. It was my one distraction moment because I didn't think Harper was getting a third and he scored. Hey, uh, so I'm going to see uh the Foo Fighters, as we said, next July. One of our uh fans and friends, Damon One Kenobi, will also be at the Foo Fighters in July in Cincinnati. So anybody who wants to come and you know talk Star Wars with us at the Foo Fighters. I'm sure Dave Grohl would be perfectly fine having us all meet up and talk Star Wars while they're getting ready to get the show going and everything like that. So what's where's like Cincinnati located to you guys? Is that like not like too far an hour away? And a half? Yeah, not very far. Okay. Like that's yep. a day trip for us. Yep. Nothing to it. They are playing in Hershey, Pennsylvania a day before that, I believe. Okay. Yeah, that's that's uh, Hershey Stadium. I, I was just recently at Hershey Park. It's an excellent place, sweetest place on earth. They call it. Um, I just want to give you some some feedback. I would love to visit there. By the way, anyway, it is a beautiful um, town. Like I'm telling you, you would not regret going to Hershey. It is it is beautiful, and there's a lot of stuff to do. Uh, our friend Duchess of Dark Saber Light, Baloney is so afraid of actual plot. Okay. She's not a I fan. Don't. She is not a fan. She's not, she has not been a fan since they Corky. did not bring um Sabine or Obi-Wan. Duchess Sabine back yeah, back together. I don't know. They're bringing everything else back together. Maybe they bring this back together. No. I don't have many I don't have many issues with Dave Filoni, I'll say. I would agree. I, I mean, thought I did. Is, this is also his first ever fully directed live action show he's ever done. I know he's been involved in the Mandalorian and he's directed some episodes, but like the Mandalorian has been his first live action experience. And this was his first show that he ran the whole thing on, on his own. And right. I thought he did a damn good job. I don't I don't really have any complaints about the show, honestly. I mean, I, I I enjoyed it all. They brought new characters in like Balin and Shin. They brought in the mothers, they brought in the the undead troopers, um, they brought in the crab turtle, whatever people you guys keep calling them. I don't even know. Um don't forget the rat gator dogs. The rat gator dogs. Uh, I mean there was plenty of new on there, right? I mean, it took us to new planets, took us to new things, build a ring of Scion. Um, took us to a new planet that wasn't a desert. So thank, thank you for that. Yes. Took us to a whole other galaxy in this. Brought in old stuff. Mortis, Heir to the Empire, things mm -hmm. like that. War, World Between Worlds. All that brought in. They did flashbacks to the Clone Wars. They brought in a live-action Anakin Skywalker again, a young Ahsoka I mean, I'm I'm going through this list. There's really not a lot of bads. I mean, a live I'm, action Rex, a live action Rex for about um, ten seconds. You know, it's better I'm, than zero seconds. I'm gonna guess that that uh, Callus, Zeb, Rex, all those if Rex is still around, it, all those will get filtered in throughout this leading into the movie that will culminate it all. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I do just because of the way that we're fed media now. But this desire for everything to just 
be done immediately. I want it all right this second. If you don't give it to me, then you didn't do a good enough job. It's the it's it's just our culture, man. Like it's the way that every we are a what have you done for me now, not what have you done for me lately society. It's it's bad. I so Adam Parker says they should just go ahead and get Sebastian Stan in there. Luke needs to be involved in the story and don't think it's feasible to deep fake everything yet. Um I I think you know what I'm I'm one of the biggest Luke fans out there. I would say Solo did not bother me to have somebody else play him and and things are going to change over time. It, it's fine to recast some people. I I don't I don't have a problem with it. And I think to keep if the story makes sense he has to have some involvement with it. Same thing with Leia. She's she's being mentioned in there. There's a lot going on. Unless they're saving that back and they're going to do an animated series like the Clone Wars, but between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy, they need to be they need to be involved with this storyline right here. I agree. And I think the way I personally feel, if you were to do a solo two tomorrow, mm-hmm. I would have zero problems with it. That's why I th- I think if a very smart move would to be make a four to six episode series with whoever you're replacing these characters with that is outside of this story, but washes up against it, put it out before season two of Ahsoka. Just like that you way, said with the Spartacus stuff. Yeah. That way you get used to it. The newness will be over. You'll be by the end of it. You'll be familiar when the meat and potatoes of the story start over again, it'll feel less awkward. I'm I'm all in on that. Because that signals a reset on on Disney Star Wars to where we can continue within this uh, universe of things that obviously happened between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. Right. We can see these stories that we can see some of our favorite characters in. I mean, it's like... It's like we we got Iron Man and like the core of like the Avengers, you know, 40 years, uh, 50 years ago, you know, when when Star Wars came out and and then you're not allowed to see them again. It's like, you know, I, I think they just need to to see that that's where this can go. It, it really could. I feel by the time that. uh Aldrin pulled the levers down on the Falcon and jumped to the light speed at the end of solo. Personally, I was 100% okay with him mm-hmm. being a young Han Solo. It was like, okay, I like this story because it wasn't super heavy. And now we can get into the Han Solo, Chewbacca, Jabba the Hutt, running spice smuggler stories. And you, I'm, you, a okay with it. You know, in the novels, and one of some of my favorite, the AC Crispin novels of han solo which if you haven't read them it was uh a prequel to the original trilogy alfie i don't know if you read them or not but they're fantastic stories um brought in a lot of storylines with kessel and uh all that kind of stuff but at the end of those novels do you remember what he sees he's going to alderaan and he has to come in and when you came into alderaan there was an official greeting that was sent to your ship and it was Bail Organa with Leia sitting on his knee 
welcoming you to Alderaan. And so here's Han Solo finishing this trilogy of books, and he you end with him seeing a video of Bale with Leia on his knee when he when she was younger. So that Solo Part Two that could come out, or that Solo series that could come out on Disney Plus that would have those characters in it, you know, uh, Lando, Han, Chewie, you could have the little Leia from Kenobi and bring her right in to have a storyline going on at the same time where their paths maybe never cross, but there's coinciding stories where they're both around and things like that. I, I think that would work awesome and show you like, wow, look at the difference, you know, look what's going on in the galaxy at that time. So I don't know. Just just thinking out loud about that. Um, wh- what did you guys think? I know going back to Ahsoka again, I really enjoyed Hu, Hu Yang going through the storyline of Kanan and and him you know, being there when he made his lightsaber, then helping Ezra make a lightsaber that was basically a duplicate of his. Um, and he could tell how he was trained by him and things like that. I thought that was really cool. Again, just like the quick synopsis last last episode where it was Ahsoka and, I'm sorry, Sabine and Ezra speaking, running over the original trilogy in, in a two-minute time span. Here's another catch-up of the Rebels time frame getting you caught up with those characters again. So people who maybe didn't watch Rebels got just another little bit of information. You guys cool with that storyline? Having that added in there. Did you really think that that was the original truth? Like the long time ago in a fallacy galaxy far, far away. And they talked about volumes one, two, and three. You really thought that that was referencing the original trilogy? Well, that was a different, that was Hu Yang, but that was Hu Yang. But I think that was a slight, I think that was a slight little, just, you know, nod to the fans of. Yeah. A little wink, 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 wink. Prequels, OT, sequel trilogy. Yes. Um, and then what did she say was her favorite? The first one. one? Yeah, the old ones. Yeah. The last episode, Brent, uh, uh, Sabine gave Ezra like a two-minute synopsis of the original trilogy and how it... And the Emperor died, so they say. So they say. Do you think that some of this uh, dark magic will make its way to Exegol? It has to, doesn't it? I think it kind of has to, yeah. I mean, that's what we're leading. It, it, look, I don't see, look, all these people, the, the, the YouTuber guys, the guys who crap on the sequels, all that kind of stuff. Look, we already know sequels are not my favorite, but that's because I'm an old guy who grew up on other things and had other things that, you know, whether it was prequels, Clone Wars, Rebels, original trilogy, whatever. I I still consider them part of Star Wars. All I want is for this to lead into those. All I want is for Filoni to weave his magic and take Mando, Book of Boba Fett, you know, um, Acolyte, well, no, Acolyte's in the other part, uh, Skeleton Crew, weave it all together to make it make sense to make me feel more about the sequels. Because I think the Clone Wars did do that for me. I, I thought the prequels were okay, but the more I watched the things related to them, I thought, man, I like this. This builds on it, right? Made it made it more d- in depth. So, I'm that's what I'm hoping for these shows. I'm hoping that I don't sit there and go, you know, I just don't get this in the sequels. I just don't get that. But if you know, the, the emperor died, so they say, 
if all this comes and wraps together, great. Make me like it even more. Another thing that disappointed me about this um, is I was going into this hoping that Filoni would be good enough to sell a story that didn't need the background knowledge. Um, you didn't have to go back in and watch the different individual stories. Um, and you didn't have to go back to Rebels. But I feel like if you weren't into those stories, you're not going to get the same out of it. Um, just because you just don't know, you're not in the know. Um, and I was hoping that there would be more or less there that'd be like, hey, like, you didn't have to be one of the nerds. Do you feel like I don't that's smart? You have Disney to be, but do you really think that this would have made sense if you didn't know anything? Probably a lot less. But again, do you think this was Disney's master plan to say, "Hey, how do we get people to watch Rebels?" Okay, gosh, let's weave enough storyline in there to where they're going to go back and go, "Who was this character? Why is he important? Why are they important?" How did uh, how did Ezra and Thrawn get here? You know, how, I mean, how do you include characters in a story and not reference things that they've done in the past? I mean, I get what you're saying that you shouldn't have to, and I don't think you really have to. I don't. I think the story pretty much you, told itself. Could you watch the Avengers without watching Thor or Hulk? Yeah. Could you watch this without watching Rebels? or clone wars i'll have to ask uh i i know a couple people who have and i'll have to ask them what their feeling is on it thank freaking god i, I talked to quite a few people this entire season like i said this is one of the few season or series that i've had people actually interested in the other material that goes with it and want to yeah. know more i will say so like when i'm looking at like the social media stuff that i follow because we're all kind of in the same things but not in the same worlds this show has gotten a lot more social media following. Um, it looks like the Phillies either won or did something well because we got a terrible towel. Uh, this I'm one on my social medias has a lot more like spoiler notifications. People are talking about this a lot more than they were talking about Obi-Wan or Boba Fett um, or even Mando season three. Well, when we, when we first started watching this, D-Doc, you said your wife started watching this, right? And yeah, had but, she didn't fin but she didn't finish it though. Okay, so Lori has watched the first seven now. So I'm gonna watch number eight with her and get her opinion on it. So far, she likes it. So far, she has questions, but she doesn't like me to get too nerdy about it. But she doesn't like the witches. She doesn't like Thrawn's voice and thinks it's all creepy and all that. But, but I mean, I will ask her. Okay, now after watching this. What are the questions you have? And, I, and I'll bring them ready for you guys to hear what she has. Because I'm not really talking to a lot of people who aren't watching it or who aren't guys like us who would have watched it anyway. Oh, my brother's in the chat. Joe is a guy who has not watched a single ounce of Rebels. So uh, Joe Bro is in the chat right now. So Joe, what did you think of uh, Thrawn and uh the and all of the characters of this show without knowing them at all you can give us a little synopsis in the comments there bro and the phillies did just win so you know one more and we send the marlins home red october it's happening right now 
watch after this. What the, what the hell are you doing in here then, bro? We're talking spoilers. He just wanted to talk Phillies. Um, the Star Wars High Republic character encyclopedia will be coming out in December, it looks like. <clears throat> so, you know, about for, that? All us, for all of us who said, man, it'd be nice to have something to know who these people are and what they're all about. It'd be nice to have something visual. I'm struggling with I'm struggling with Jess, and I say this with all due respect to her because she's extremely intelligent, and I know that if she was on here, she could totally explain to me where she's coming from with that comment. But I'm just struggling to see the like the Filoni being afraid of plot comment because I see people agreeing with her too, which I'm like trying to. I don't know. I'm looking at this, and I just feel like there was a lot of new things we were introduced to. Like not not completely new, but new for live action, which is hundred percent right. new for a lot of people. Like that's that's the thing is like I get it that we have knowledge of of these animated shows and everything, but like these live action shows, there's people who will never watch the animated nope. shows, which is nope. a shame because they are good, but they will never watch them. And this is a device to get these plots that we enjoy into it, which I think is a positive. Um, I think everyone, I don't know what everyone wanted out of this finale because I very much sensed about 15 minutes into the episode that this was not going to wrap up this show in any type of way. I didn't think we we're going to have any characters dying tonight. Like, uh, I, I, it was a first season of a show, you know, Morgan and died. Morgan. Yeah. Morgan died. There you go. And now Soka's is going to have dual dual lightsabers and one of them's going to be a green samurai sword because her her Ooh. hill broke and she she didn't grab it i'm pretty sure Unless pretty convenient that they have a whole lightsaber workshop right there with them that is true that is true but i i think this show really opened the door to a, a lot of a lot of things for where it's going to go and that this is also a test to see how Disney is going to move forward with Star Wars because, you know, the, the, I think once the ratings come out from this, I think we're going to see that people watch the show. But I mean, it's all coming down to the bottom line for Disney right now. So uh, they can't leave it at where it was. That would totally suck. That would really suck. Did, am, am I the only one that has been reading for a while that there was a second season? Is this like new news I, to everybody? I mean, I've never, I, I don't know if I've ever heard an official thing saying there's a second season, but I just assume that there would be. How could you leave it at where it is? There was some like Reddit like timeline um, that showed different seasons and they showed Ahsoka season two where there was like some sort of television streaming. I don't know, but I remember back in the summer. Um, I've, There was an article. Week just a few weeks ago with an interview, I think with Filoni who said that uh, Ray Stevenson's story does not end this season. So that right. is something we'll have to tackle that him and Shin both. We have plans for them going forward. Here's Willie Harms. Um, Willie given a trilogy of movies after this, or was he just given one movie to wrap it all up? And I got to slide in that. My brother said, go birds, go birds. 
do you know? Do you guys know what Willie's? Uh, Let's not use the M word anymore. That word movies? is cursed. Yes. If we see a Star Wars movie in our oh, lifetimes, yeah. I will be overly impressed and shocked. Who wants to make? I mean, seriously, think about it. who wants to make the next Star Wars movie. Considering, considering the way people pressure. are reacting, considering the way that people are reacting to this TV show. If right. you make the the next Star Wars movie and it's not The Force Awakens, a one hundred percent success, making four billion dollars, and everyone loves it, and we're doing a world tour of press. Yeah, uh, I mean, who wants that pressure? You say everyone loved it. The general public loved it. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm guys, not talking about. I, I understand the criticisms of that movie, but no one can deny that for weeks and weeks on end, there was nothing but love for that movie. Oh yeah, the theater was full. The cast was on every talk show that there possibly is. There's a wor world premiere in every major country. And if your movie's not like that and is, you know, received like, which granted the last shot I made a shit ton of money too, but it, it just got perceived a certain way. You know, I'm old enough to remember this actually happened. I watched an interview with George Lucas. I can't remember if it was on one of the Sunday night talk shows. I can't remember which one it was entertainment tonight or something like that, where they actually asked him, as much as people dislike the Phantom Menace, are you going to make another one? And that movie made in you know 1999 made a billion dollars. Yeah, and that was his answer. Yeah, I made a billion dollars. Of course, I'm going to make another one. Who I... wants to set themselves up in that situation? I think Filoni is mentally trained for it because he I agree. he he put out Clone Wars, which had issues and people didn't like it, and it turned out to be beloved. He put out Rebels, which people had their issues with it, and it turned out to be loved. And you know, no one really had any issue with Mandalorian when it came out. I don't think there was any problems at all. Now as we're getting deeper into it, people are starting to have these aren't movies comments. though. Yeah. But I mean, he's I think he's mentally trained and prepared to to do it. Like, I would agree. I think he has a vision and I would see his as being the front runner to actually getting finished in, in a theater. Maybe he could hire on uh, George Lucas as an assistant uh, producer on a wow. the movie. There you go. Why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> Um, we only yeah, have so I, much time on this earth. George might jump in on it. You never know. I, I could see that. That would be fun. That'd be interesting. But I do think, I do think you're right. I think, um, a Favreau Filoni, Favreau with his, he, you know, he's handled major films. He's handled big productions and you mix in Filoni's background and knowledge and storytelling i think they can pull it off i really do I, I don't i don't have any questions about it i i feel like i was very leery of this one because 
I love Kenobi, and I felt like when it hit right, it hit right, but there was a lot that was not great about Kenobi. Um, and I thought, man, I don't, I don't want to have that happen again, and it didn't. Didn't feel like that happened again at all. So I think those those guys could could pull that off. Yeah, I mean, we also, you know, think about it. We got used to seeing Hayden Christensen in this show. Like that shot at the end of this show would have been a holy shit moment if we hadn't gotten so used to how well he flowed into the show at the end of this show. He's the last character we saw, you know? Mm-hmm. So it didn't seem like Kenobi where it was just a vehicle to get Vader to fight Kenobi again. And I think that was the major problem with that show was it had a great beginning, nice setup of where Kenobi was, wherever all the characters are, but it really struggled in the fact that the main purpose of the show was to end with Kenobi fighting Vader. And the middle just kind of got all muddled up. I think, you know, I'm in a complete agreement. I think Favreau and Filoni could handle moving this story forward and finishing it into a blockbuster movie. A satisfying movie. I mean, it, we could say anybody could make, you know, any of these people could make a movie. We're talking make a good movie that people mm-hmm. like. And yes, you're never going to please everyone. There's always going to be Reddit trolls and people on Twitter who absolutely hate it. But you know what? Those people never be happy. Come on. We live in a world where there's people who don't like Joe Biden and there's people who don't like Donald Trump. Come on. How can you? I mean, how can you be that way? Really? Hey, that was a joke, guys. That was. You know, I kind of. I've kind of changed my way of looking at all of this this week. I keep saying I, I love watching reaction videos and I just happen to stumble upon a reaction of different groups of people watching. Uh, I think it was episode five of the book of Boba Fett out of the desert comes a stranger or something like that. And I'm watching it thinking, watching these people just be so happy with all of these characters that are go back and rewatch that episode. That is an absolute banger. With Luke Skywalker, Cad Bane, um, Cobb Vance, you know, the list just goes on in that episode. And I just started thinking, why do people get so upset about this? I mean, just watching these people be happy. And I I, I don't know. I just kind of changed my view a little bit. I'm still uh, not sold on Andor, but I'm changing slowly but surely. Don't say that out loud. We're going to have to kick you off the show if you say that out loud. So where would you rank this one? Instant reaction. Where would you rank this on Disney Plus shows that you've watched? Underneath the Mandalorian. Mando season two. Mando season two will forever be my favorite season of a Star Wars show, probably. Because that show was just that that season was excellent, in my opinion. And just for the start and for the finish and everything that happened in between, I thought it was great. Uh, I would probably put this at, for me, probably number two. Probably like Mando season two, uh, Ahsoka, and then Andor probably after that for me. This is instant hot take, like without really thinking. 
I, 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 I would group all of Mando into number one and then this number two. Uh, man, that's a tough one for number three, but I would probably have to agree with Andor on number three. Really? I don't care for Andor, but I can appreciate everything yeah. that is oh, amazing about Andor. And it's better than all the other shows. Yep. I'm I'm I will say this. Um I like Mando, but I I loved pretty much everything about this show. So I'll go this, then Mando, then Andor. Um I yeah, I mean, and like you said, there were episodes of Kenobi where I was like, Yep, love it. There were episodes of Book of Boba Fett where I was like, Yep. That's very cool, but the entire series of both didn't live up to the entire series of these. Yeah, it's mind-boggling to me that you could tell me, you know, if you could tell young David that there would be a future show with Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen and Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan again, I would be like, oh my God. But uh, yeah, I mean... Adam gave his hot take while you're going. Sorry, go ahead. Andor number one, Mando two, Ahsoka three. Oh, Adam's an Andor stan. He's an Andor guy. <laughs> Is it really a stan if you put them one? Like, it's I don't just hear. I, yeah, I got you, but like, so like, I mean, obviously, I'm trying to defend my boy because, like, to me, a stan is someone who like. Comments on every Star Wars post about how great Andor is, regardless Correct. of whether the post has Correct. anything to do with Andor. Correct, right? So I don't, right. I wouldn't put him in Stan level. No, he's probably because, Adam's. Adam's a good guy. So I mean, just because he and likes he's Andor a sucker more for than, well-written dialogue. Sorry, yeah. he likes dinner parties. <laughs> you know what I'm so excited for in season two is the arranged marriage plotline. I oh, hope that man. drags out the entire series. Love it. So I, I'm in, I was just, I'm surprised I haven't heard a lot of Kenobi's like Kenobi has no. even like, I, I thought no, Kenobi was a train wreck. I doubt if you ask any star Wars fan, <laughs> Kenobi yeah. is going to be in the top three of these um, yep. live action shows. And, and this is coming from shame. a guy who's, uh, you know, my car is called Obi Wan. Uh, I've got Obi Wan uh, Black Series over here on the shelf. I've got, I mean, I you know, Obi Wan's my guy. You know, and and I just it, I loved seeing it. It was great to see it, but it wasn't what these these series are. No. Gotcha. That final battle between Obi Wan and Vader was epic, but it just—that's not enough. You no, gotta give me more than points. that. It you know, you know one points. character, the character that I like more and more than when I rewatch it was uh, the fake Jedi guy. I liked him actually. He was a good, interesting character. He was. Oh, Kamar, uh, Kamar, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. Um, all right, we've gone way long. We watched the show. We've talked forever. Billy's of one. It's and oh, D Doc, go ahead. He's showing us some of his ollies. We've got uh, we've got the Han Solo from Force Awakens, which I love this figure. I'm a huge fan of this. It's I'll a good one. Freaking eight dollars for this any day. Like all about that. <laughs> Was that one uh, of the Destructicons? No, it's just a front loader. 
but it could be a destructive crowd. I won't be able to hear you guys when I throw this bad boy on here, but I'm so jealous. It feels like my old days putting on a football helmet when you're putting these on where you got to pull the ear flaps out a little bit and it kind of pushes on your ears. I always forget Ah. to take my glasses off because I'm an idiot, but all right. I can probably would not be able to wear those. I have droid sounds playing in my ear right now. And if you hit this button twice on the side, it activates a liftoff and it's playing the sounds of your ship lifting off. And it also has you intercepting the razor crest and you hear the communication awesome. from, um, from, uh, Oh my God, our Carson boy Tava. in the X wing, who's been in this, hey. uh, Carson every Tava. single show yep. i'm forgetting his Kim's name at the right story. now he can't but the, the canadian comedian i'm gonna have to go back friday and check again you hear mando talking in the headset it's awesome they did not have him at either ollie's in indianapolis all right fellas i'm gonna wrap it up we've been going long um thanks adam thanks for willie for stopping by thanks for j doc or joe doc stopping by appreciate you um for everybody else who listened or watched along with us thank you so much and um and hey we'll pop this out on a podcast here real soon um <laughs> willie if that was bluetooth enabled I would wear it the whole damn time so- it is the most comfortable star wars helmet i've ever worn I don't know what you guys were saying when I was talking. I hope I did, wasn't speaking over you the whole time because I couldn't hear you. And my helmet's still talking over there right now. Actually, if I hold it over the mic. Oh, we can hear it. Yeah. My Luke Skywalker one is the Battle of Yavin 4. It's what place. D Doc is so excited. It's like a child. It's cool. All right. Brent, any closing thoughts as you finish painting? Um, yeah, like um, I like Star Wars. <laughs> Yay! That's why I we get along. It. I love so that well. take from Brent. <laughs> that is my favorite Brent take I could hear. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it it's Star uh, it's Clone Wars. More, uh, yes, it's the Rebels characters, but I feel like you have to have more of a Rebels or uh, Clone Wars background to like it. Um, I'm not a huge Anakin guy, and you have to kind of have Anakin in your heart for this one. Um, had zombies in it, which is kind of disappointing. It had Sabine as a Jedi. I love Sabine, but like, I wish she didn't have the Force powers. But like I said, I think I can see where it's going. Um, I like Star Wars, but it this one wasn't really for me. I'm going to hope the next one's for you, Brent. I'm going to hope and pray that they're like, let's find out what Brent I mean, wants. Let's make that. A Wookiee Jedi will help. Yeah. A Wookiee Jedi will help, but like I supposedly that's coming in what, the Acolyte one? Yep. Yep. Um, I don't know. Like, I, It's fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, but people, <clears throat> people have their opinions and start losing their minds and not liking when somebody disagrees with what they agree with and I like okay. Star Wars. Alfie, man, closing thoughts. 
I really liked it. I can't wait for more. Agreed. D-Doc, how about you, brother? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I really, number one, I mean, I thought visually this was one of the best things we've seen as far as lightsabers, ships, blasters, planets, just everything just seemed like top tier on this show. Like, it seems like they put a ton of production into it. I love the casting of the characters that we already knew. I like the casting of the characters that were new in this show, Shin Hati and Balin, which again, RIP to Balin's actor, Ray right. Stevenson. Um, that really sucks. Uh, but I, I just thought it brought a lot to the table to build something, uh, for, for the future of star Wars. And, uh, that that's what I'm really excited about. And I'm okay with different opinions too. Mm. Like, you know, like my, my thing is when I hear different opinions, I'd like to just be like, let me hear it. You know what I mean? Even if I disagree with you, which like when I was talking about like how Jess earlier has a different opinion of it, it's like, where my thoughts immediately go like, I want to hear it. I, I want to hear it and, and then pick your brain and, and, and hear those thoughts. And, and I can understand why, why people might not like certain things. And I know that Jess would easily be able to elaborate on it. So I don't <laughs> want it to seem like I was calling out at all because no, no, no. I have all the respect in the world for Jess <clears throat> earlier. I just wanted to make sure that was clear. I need but, to get um, her to record an episode with her thoughts. Just, I'm just let her go for an hour of her thoughts on this. So or fast. you could just put me on and you could just call it a highly educated woman talking to a plumber about Star Wars. <laughs> 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 but yeah, overall, I'm just, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it was, I think it was everything I wanted it to be. My expectations really weren't let down by this show. I mean, I kind of was going into tonight expecting a cliffhanger and that's what we got really so well you were the one feeding the hype train brother you were throwing the coal I know, in right? i you know were, we can I mean, finally take some time off alfie we could i know finally. <laughs> my arms are tired from shoveling that coal hey so before before i finish up uh adam thank you ahsoka was incredible star wars it had all the elements it was fun had action great score or great yeah great score 10 10 of 10 Thank you, Adam. You've been a, a blessing to have on, on this entire ride with us. You know what? We'll, we'll have some episodes coming up soon where we just talk about random, different, fun Star Wars stuff. So we'll be, if you guys think of topics you want us to talk about as we have no shows to discuss, let's go. I'll be more than happy to talk about the Marvel comics from 1977 to 1985 or the, you know, uh, books that happened before uh, any, any of the, you know, all these Star Wars movies were coming out. And it was just the original trilogy and you had the Han Solo trilogy and the, and the Lando trilogy and, you know, uh, splinter of the mind's eye, things like that. I don't even care. We'll talk about all kinds of fun stuff. Um, there we go. Yes, I would agree. Yes. The Jedi, the witch and the war, or I almost said wardrobe, the warlord. Very cool. Yes. <laughs> C.S. Lewis reference there. Thank you, Willie guys. Uh, it's been great. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, we'll figure out where we're going to go from here on as far as what's upcoming shows and all that kind of stuff. Guests, uh, maybe get some more feedback. Probably need to get T-Bob to come on and tell his thoughts on, uh, and Ryan McGee. Probably need to get him, maybe Glosson, maybe Rifen, a few other people with their full thoughts on Ahsoka and just sit back and hear what they say. And and if Jess wants to come and do that, we'd be more than happy to have her as well. Um, guys, 232 in the books. Thank you, guys. It was a great Ahsoka run. Hey, everybody who's following and listening, we appreciate you. Until 
next week. May the force be with you. Thank you.